Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, October 14th, 2019. I'm Tanner Green. And I'm Caitlin Flay. And you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. Caitlin, I am back, back from a visit to DC with some family members, back from a very well-timed move that coincided with family members being able to help out. I'm very appreciative to them. It was a lot of fun to hang out and uh, got me re-energized for these charts, even if the contents of the charts themselves didn't re-energize me. How are you? I'm excellent. I think I would probably say this week I sang My Pony Macaroni maybe one too many times for a normal sane person, but I've survived. I'm here. We're here. And <laughs> for as much energy as we both have, we're actually so sad about these chart entries this week. Like, it's depressing. I had a depressing Friday. We're recording on Friday because of these chart entries. <laughs> But we brought ourselves here for you, dear listeners. It's true. And it's not all completely doom and gloom, as we'll get to. But first, let's run through those debuts for the week. Starting at number 89 over on the U.S. side of things, you got the first of many tracks by DaBaby. This one's called There He Go. Number 86, you got Kevin Gates with his new song, By My Lonely. Number 84, you've got the self-titled track from John Party's new album called Heartache Medication. Number 81, you've got a kind of unexpected collaboration here you've got j-hope featuring becky g and their song chicken noodle soup number 73 and number 69 you got a pair of DeBaby tracks those are probably heard in xxl one more DeBaby track this one bringing on stunner for vegas at number 63 that one's called really at number 56 you've got a billion people on a song called writing on the wall and those people are french montana featuring post malone cardi b and russian and it's just a baby from here on out. At number 55, he brings on Chance the Rapper, Gucci Mane, and YK Osiris for Gospel. To baby featuring Migos at number 51 with Raw S. At number 49, you got Da Baby and Kevin Gates with the song Pop Star. To baby by himself at number 47, Off the Rip. To baby and Nicki Minaj for the sort of bewildering song iPhone at number 43. At number 28, you've got Da Baby featuring his tour mate Lil Baby and also Moneybag Yo with the song Toes. At number 21, you got Vibes with a Z. And finally, highest debut of the week, cracking the top 20. I'm running out of breath. It's baby. The song is bop. Caitlin, rescue me. I will certainly do my best, Tanner, but unfortunately, I must continue the onslaught for my lowest debut. At number 97, we have baby and the song Intro. And interestingly, that one did not chart over in the U.S. last week. Yeah, it actually hit the previous tracking week, uh, but it definitely, as you might expect, did see a bump in chart position. I think it's somewhere around the teens as of this uh, most recent week in the U.S., because it did have that first week of debut sort of steam. Gotcha. Okay, excellent. Good to know. Right above that, number 91, we have kind of a weird collaboration, Diplo and the Jonas Brothers with the song Lonely. Mm. Kind of sounded like the Marshmallow and Kane Brown song to me. Check that one out in the playlist. Then we had the aforementioned chicken noodle soup, which is literally all 
that my sixth graders talk about right now, my J-Hope and Becky G. Then at number 75, we had YNW Melly featuring Glock 9 with the song 233s. Right above that at 74, we had Young Bane featuring OFB with the song Skrr. Uh, at number 55, we have probably the most entertaining artist name so far in this podcast. Stay Flea, Get Lizzie, featuring Tory Lanes, Fredo, and Popcon with the song Two Cups. Two on Two by Tion Wayne and J1 debuted at 53. And from here on out, we're within the top 50. At 44, the aforementioned song by French Montana, Russian, Post Malone, and Cardi B, Writing on the Wall, Painfully Average. At number 43, we had D-Block Europe with the song Outside. And this one is a bit of a surprise this week. Throwback Friday. At number 40, there was Ed Sheeran, Camila Cabello, Cardi B with the song South of the Border. We talked about that one many, many moons ago. And our highest debut at number 21, D-Block Europe again, this time featuring Dave with the song Playing for Keeps. Tanner, talk to us about da baby. I shall, but I'm also kind of just giggling about the fact that two of your debuts right next to each other both have the number two in them. Yes. That made me laugh. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the baby. Let's talk about Kirk. It's the baby's second album of just this year, of 2019, and his second album period in his career. As you've probably already heard, this album did debut at number one. Every single track landed on the Hot 100, and it is sort of the latest cap in a rise to superstardom that at least as far as I can remember feels very rapid. I remember back at the beginning of the year listening to his first album, which was called Baby on Baby. And I was thinking, okay, you know, like it's not quite there yet for me, but I'm interested to see where he goes. He has a lot of charisma. And then all of a sudden it's like I looked away and then I looked back and all of a sudden Suge was just blowing up, eventually went top 10. And as of this recording, it's still doing well at number 20 on the Hot 100. And between Suge and this new album, Kirk Baby has been all over other people's tracks. So, you know, props to his management team lining up opportunities for him to get in people's ears in advance of this new album. Some of the collaborations have been pretty unsurprising. There's a feature on the new Post Malone album. There's a track with YK Osiris. Some have been a little eyebrow-raising. He appeared on a remix of Lil Nas X's Panini. And then some have been downright baffling. Like the remix that I did not know about until researching for this episode... A remix of the current number one song on the Hot 100, Truth Hurts. I just took a DNA test and it told me I'm the realest pretty chocolate out here with some good no cap. And I can have a from Harvard with an eight-year degree. I probably still would rather pull up with a hood. Uh. Now she want to trip on me. What? I was doing my thing. She was backing it up. She was putting them hips on me. You know when your friend with the red hair was a time you was putting them lips on me. And now I just keep getting lips from me. But I know what to do. I put your friends like to talk about the stuff that I do uh-huh. But your friends wanna fuck on me too yeah. And the way that you treat me, I wanna get even I'm thinking like, what should I do? Hmm. But I know how you move out of spite She bigger, I probably might lose in a fight And I'ma talk my <laughs> but I'm in love with her It makes sense from a marketing buzz perspective But it really doesn't make a ton of sense Musically, lyrically, thematically Anyways Caitlin, putting that remix aside What were your feelings about Baby before Kurt came out? Were you super into Suge? Uh, um I would say a bit, but I it was more on the instrumental side of things. I didn't really care for the lyrics that much, but I don't want to put that remix aside because I have a few thoughts that I like to share. Go for it. So 
I feel like DaBaby takes so long to settle into that verse and it's very uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable for a man to be on that song. Like Lizzo is a queen and doesn't need that. So you're right, it is baffling, utterly baffling. And he's just like super behind the beat at the beginning and I just find that in any instance, on any instrument, any vocal, annoying. I had the exact same thought. It really threw me off. It already felt kind of shoehorned in terms of coming in the middle of the intro. And then the fact that he's so behind the beat made it even more jarring. Totally. I didn't hate the latter half of it, but it's unnecessary. And on the off chance that listeners haven't heard it, which is unlikely, but, you know, we'll play it safe. Let's listen to a little bit of Shug. Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, it's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first play on my body in them. I just check my balance, I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me in them. No cap. You know that you told you that crazy. Don't think that she lied to you in them. So I bring up Shug and we listen to a clip because that song largely makes me feel the same way that Kirk, the new album from DaBaby, does in general. Again, loads of potential. DaBaby is really charismatic on mic. He's really charismatic on camera. The music video for Suge is fantastic. Pretty much any music video performance I've seen, it's really hard for me to take my eyes off of DaBaby. He just kind of radiates this aura of confidence and poise, and his smile's amazing. He has very nice teeth. I'm the son of a dentist. Anyway... I think the roughness of his voice is also really refreshing. Uh, you know, we live in an age when a lot of rappers are using auto-tune to sort of round off the sharp edges of their voices, and DaBaby is very much not doing that, even when he's doing more melodic lines. And on that, I would probably say that that might be the reason why I enjoy that song a bit, because it's in kind of the style of grime. It's not grime. But it's, it has a couple of the character traits I would give that genre. And so it might be a case of not fixing what's not broken, but I feel like so much of Kirk just is kind of a couple shades removed from Suge. You know, when you're at Home Depot and you're shopping for paint colors and you compare five different shades of blue or whatever color you're shopping for, and at a certain point, you just want to throw up your hands and say they're all blue. I don't know. They're just... The shades of difference are not meaningful enough for me to make any particular decision in distinguishing between these shades of blue. I kind of reached a point partway through Kirk where I started running into that issue. For an example of what I mean, let's listen to one of the more obvious sort of uh, instances of this sort of Shug rewriting. This is Bop. I needed some shit with some bop in it. Go. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerve and that whip had a cop in it. Woo. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. Mm. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Oh, you asking for pictures with nigga? What? What's your name? Get the fuck out the spot, nigga. Fuck. Trying to figure which deal I'ma take. Uh-huh. I woke up, couple meal on my plate. Let's eat. I'm investing in real in the state. Uh-huh. I just went and gave my mama a hundred. Uh-huh. Probably won't hear me open my mouth. Let's you hear me talking about finding some money. Let's go. As soon as I found that, I flipped that. I'm a little bit different, they get it they No, I'm stiff on the bitch, she dig Trying to find out why baby ain't all in the mentions ah. No, she ain't get no DM from me This wrist get ain't free She be throwing that and she good at it Turn around. It's just too much of a rerun for me And if your one little wrinkle that you're adding Is the very familiar move of adding a flute sample That's definitely not enough to shake things up Also, I feel like some of the guest features are kind of rough I kind of alluded to this earlier in the rundown uh, at the top of the show, but Nicki Minaj sounds a little bit lost on iPhone. 
I still think Stunna for Vegas does absolutely nothing for me. I remember listening to his album earlier this year and really not liking it at all. There are some other guests who do really well. I think Moneybag Yo does really well. And I think in general, he's really coming into his own in a way that's really exciting. And all that said, keeping the focus on DaBaby, there are really some times where DaBaby's sort of force of personality pushes through the over-reliance on a couple of flows. And I think there's no better example of that than on a track you see on the UK side of things and that hit the US the previous chart week. Let's listen to a little bit of intro. Everybody trying to talk, I ain't trying to talk, I'm trying to clip. I'm trying to send somebody with Somebody let me know what's happening. I left them KRK Kirk, you know how I rock behind my dad. You know I never gave a f about the words, it's about my fan. I make it to the top the same day I lost the n they had. I performed on BET in a year ago, couldn't afford a sound. I had to move in with TG when I went broke, moving out the cash. You know about smiling there, they follow your fans act like you have. I spent a hundred thousand laying my daddy to rest, but I ain't brag. I got some questions, I'ma die about respect if I don't get asked. My mama stood up in the chest, took it like a G when she had cancer. My brother be thinking that we don't love him and let him struggle like we ain't fans. Like I won't give up all I got to see you happen. We shot the world, everybody know what's happening. I'm still a John John, my song is just went platinum new. We on our own time, let's go move out to Cali new. Put the kids in homeschool, let's go get us some mansion new. Let's raise our kids right, let's watch it, we teach them new. Let's start a business for you so they can't say that you leeching new. Hiding on the chosen one, cause sometimes when I be speaking new. Like on this song, I ain't rapping, I'm preaching If new. I love you, then I need ya. I fuck with you like Martin, fuck with Gina. Yeah. We family like we Venus and Serena. Hey. Let's go get married like we think out in Kenesha. Okay. Don't give a fuck about the words about my people. So I'm into this track for two reasons. One of them is maybe a little apparent. It's very lyrically distinct from a lot of the other songs on the album. It's basically about his family. You've got lines about him finding out about his father's death at the same time he's finding about the commercial success of his first album. You've got lines about his relationships with his brother, his mother, etc. And then I think this song is the perfect encapsulation of DeBaby's overall kind of rapping ethos. I feel like on every song, he's kind of breathless. He doesn't leave a lot of space in his lines. They just kind of come one after the other. Boom, 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 boom. And if you listen, particularly on that clip we played, it's really apparent how one line starts before the last line even ends. And so it's really easy to imagine him in the studio recording one line after another line after another line, and then going back and layering those in a way that really does kind of just continually barrage you. And I think that works really well on a track like this. And so even putting aside the fact that this is a lyrical sort of diversion from the rest of the album, I still think musically there's a lot that's really interesting about intro that I wish kind of cropped up on the rest of Kirk. But I'm still looking forward to seeing what his next moves are. Caitlin, how are you feeling about this? So I actually really like intro. I think it's trying to be charming and honest. And I do think for me that it succeeds on some level that I don't really know how to specifically name. And I like Tanner. I like the line about his daughter and his family in general. I think it's very personal. And I also really appreciate the pacing going back to that verse on Truth Hurts. This one is almost ahead of the beat at some points. He's really into it. And it reminded me almost like something like Drake's Nice for What. I think the 808s in particular kind of got me in that mindset. I do like Nice for What a lot. And this is in that same vein. So I like it. I am confused though. 
about DaBaby and I just don't I don't know I can't predict what will come next (laughs) but we will see I guess how did you feel about the rest of the album I think I think we had talked about it a little bit before and you had listened to the whole thing do you have any particularly strong feelings about the rest of the album beyond intro Mm, no I mean there he go was fine I it's not stuff that I listen to though it's not, I'm not like even putting it on for background. I'm not putting it on for enjoyment. So there's no use in it for me. So I don't really, I, I have very little to say. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Until you walk into a DC club, of course. But <laughs> you might not have a lot of use for baby. but historically, I know you have a lot of use for UK hip hop. Tossing it over to you, Caitlin. Ooh, Yes. And unfortunately, I am questioning all of that now, thanks to D-Block Europe. Yay! Okay, friends, I believe we may have talked about D-Block Europe once before on this podcast. Definitely don't recall that in detail, but I'm going to give you a little bit of background. They're a rap duo from South London, and the duo is comprised of rappers Young Ads and Dirtbike LB. How cool. So their duo name, D-Block Europe, actually stems from an American hip-hop group called The Locks, who formed in the 1990s and then went on to create their own record label called D-Block Records. So the two tracks that we're going to listen to this week are from D-Block Europe's new whopping 28-track album titled PTSD. That album debuted at number four on the UK official albums chart last week. And previously, the duo reached the number 14 spot on the UK official albums chart back in 2018 for their mixtape titled Any Minute Now. And they released that with someone we talk about a little bit more often on the podcast and someone who actually charted last week as well, Young Bane. Look at that. Critics have described... The music of D-Block Europe using the following words. Hazy trap. Hedonistic rap. And possibly the most disgusting description of any music I've ever read (laughs) comes from The Guardian. They call D-Block Europe's music silky beats, wavy melodies. (laughs) I can't even say this. And creamy, intensely auto-tuned vocals. (laughs) that recall u.s trap music they make it sound like yogurt i literally like someone stirring yogurt i just i (laughs) i'm gagging i'm gagging in the studio okay deep breath so d block europe has kind of created their own very unoriginal sounding u.s uk hip-hop hybrid and we're gonna jump right in with all those descriptors in mind so let's listen to our first of two tracks this one is called outside my daughter turned one, that's a roll, yeah. When she turned three, that's a pony, yeah. When she turned five, that's a back, yeah. Ooh, Papa been work, yeah. Let's talk about this right now. I'm talking about drip right now. How you think I put the Rolex stamp with the VS bezel on your wrist right now? Don't make me trip right now. I say something in the argument, you switch right round. Then you start bringing up, I'm just about calling me by my government. Somehow you're right and I'm wrong and emotions are running, yeah. If she want Louis, she can get it. I can pay cash, cause I don't do credit. New whip for the summer. I'ma pay tax, so I'ma use that. Baby, if you can't pay, come about more. 
Young rap star in the building, really poor. One orgasm, I'ma give you plenty more. In life, you just grow up all depending what you saw. Teach me how to love, cause I get a feeling sore. Pay a nigga 350 just to open doors. Pain in my heart, go let the henny pour. Pain in my heart, go let the henny pour. Yeah, just spoke to my lawyer, he told me the prosecution trying to get me. We gotta go beat it. Cases and cases and faces and faces. I drug in the parrots and then I repeat it. Cocaine and Borwicks, I whip it and send it. And in Norwich, I made a bando out of Stevens. My child and her mama glowing every season. Sea bass and lobster, it's boneless, no pieces. Those background <laughs> vocals. <laughs> it's just like, woo! And then pigeon noises. And then skr, skr, ree, ree. Like, it's just random stuff. I can't, I can't get over it. And the panning that goes on is so off-putting it's it's very strange i'm not particularly inspired or struck by this in any way tanner do you have anything on this i've had a really tough time with debuck europe whenever it has come up in your list of debuts and this doesn't really do much to change that they sound lost they sound so you talked about to baby on the truth hurts remix about being him being super behind the beat and there it sounds like he's being intentional he's making an aesthetic choice that you and i both find kind of off-putting but it sounds intentional doesn't sound accidental whereas here the sort of rhythmic i would say sloppiness of their rapping does not feel like an intentional choice it feels like they're just not very precise and it feels like they don't have enough force of personality on the microphone to compensate for that they sound bored and so between sounding lost and sounding bored I get very little out of this kind of verging on overt dislike. You know, I'm going to actually, I know someone that's seen D-Block Europe. I'm not going to name names, but they told me about the show and they said it was very weird. Like the audience knew all the words to all the songs and they basically carried the show. The audience carried the show. But there was just kind of like weed smoke everywhere and drinks being poured on people like from above, like on balconies. And people would put up like their hoods and stuff because they were getting beer spilled on them. Like not a fun concert vibe at all. I don't want to, I don't want to go. But that kind of makes sense based on your description there of just the sound. Like they sound confused, lost, not super into it. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'd ever pay money to see these guys. But anyway, let's move on to happier things, shall we? It seems like we cannot go a significant amount of time without mentioning this year's Mercury Prize winner, who I'm seeing next month. <laughs> That's right. It's Dave. He's back. I'm definitely not complaining about it. So playing for keeps, the song we're going to listen to next was number one on the official trending chart last week. And Based on what you already know, let's just listen to it, shall we? Yeah, tonight we are playing for keeps. Yeah, but tonight we are playing for keeps. Yeah, tonight we are playing for keeps. Yeah, playing for keeps. Look, pop two in the south side, then it must be us. Rambo in a handbag, then it must be love. Just cause you ain't one of them, that doesn't mean that you're one of us. Nah, off them man, nephew, like your brother's son. It's nice to see you again, that's all I hear in Louis Vuitton. And then we've heard names for long, that's why you don't know what to do with a boss. I'm in D-square, 
that's Dan on Dean. Nothing to do with a mosque. I got something for you in the up. I'm playing for keeps, but two in your cup. Saying I'll change, cause I don't entertain the fetish. Give my head a chance. What's in your arm? He's gonna take it. Conspiracy charge, and you gotta take it. Girl, I waited all night just to taste this. Tell the truth, I'm faded. Scars all over my body, like I went to war with the devil himself. I have a but put one in your head up. Your neighbor's So that song, I like a little bit more than outside. I think the vocal contrast is cool, which is why I played Dave's verse. So D-Block Europe in this, I would say, sounds kind of thin. Almost like bored Travis Scott, actually. I just thought of that. Like, they, it still has a, yeah, kind of background. Like, they're kind of copycatting him. But they, it is not with their whole heart, their whole mind, body, soul. <laughs> anyway... We are learning in kindergarten, if anyone is curious, how to distinguish and differentiate high and low voices. And this would be an extremely good yet wholly inappropriate example for them. So I'm going to stick with grandpa horse and baby horse. I, again, I'm not really taken with D-Block Europe's music, but they are pretty clearly storming the charts in most of their mixtapes. On the album's chart, they have gotten pretty high. They're not going away. I would be interested to dig a little bit deeper into the social trends of why that exactly is. Good for them. Tanner, anything else? Not a ton. I just, it, yeah, the uh, the sort of biting of Travis Scott's style is is definitely something that came to mind. And just in general, it all feels like a very uninspired sort of rehashing of U.S. trap tropes, which... On one hand, perhaps that makes sense. I guess there's an audience um, in among UK listeners for homegrown acts that are doing that type of music. But I'm, I don't remember the name of the song, but we talked about a Krepton Conan track way early on in this podcast. And that was an example of UK rappers doing a style of rap that was a little closer to the US, but doing it really well. I remember that Skepta track, Pure Water, that kind of hues a little closer to US styles. Again, does it really well. So it's not as if there aren't UK rappers that can and do make music that is borrowing a lot from US styles and sounds and flows. D-Block Europe is just not it for kind of all the reasons I think both you and I have been kind of uh, stuck on. So yeah, not into it. Next week will be better. Next week, we may or may not have an episode. So don't freak out. Tanner, can you tell us your plans? Where are you going to be next week? So I will be in Los Angeles next week. I will be at 100% Electronicon 2, the sequel. I went to the first one in Brooklyn. It's a vaporwave festival. And now there's a second one in Los Angeles. Going out there for research. Going to talk to people. Hoping to run into at least some of the people I saw at the first one in Brooklyn. Maybe not. But uh, that's where I'll be. So I'll be unable to record, unfortunately. Super exciting stuff. So whether or not I am particularly inspired... To make a solo episode, I'm hoping the debuts will merit that. We will see. In the meantime, thank you so, so much for listening to Chart Chat. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts, you can find a Spotify playlist in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at chartchatcast. Definitely check out our YouTube channel that is becoming more active and we're very much enjoying it. Thank you to Coronation Media for our cover art and intro theme. 
Thank you, as always, to Teej.fm for having us on the network. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. And thank you again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Caitlin Flay. And I'm Tanner Green. And we will catch you, hopefully, next week. <laughs>